This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Paul Stone, it's our weekly college basketball handicapping approach, and uh, we throw in a few sides uh, as well. Paul, how are you doing today? Doing well. Had a lot of rain in uh, my part of the country in East Texas, like I'm sure you did in Louisiana and yes. other parts of the South. But we're drying out now and uh, looking forward to some great college basketball uh, tonight and the rest of the week. couple of uh, underdogs at home. I'm sorry, unranked teams at home. Uh, cash tickets uh, favored over ranked teams last night. Alabama over Auburn. That was my best bet uh, here on uh, on the Bet Rivers Network in Nevada, uh, in need of a conference win. Started out two and zero, then zero and three, and they roll over Colorado State easily, covering the four four and a half. And we had the court rush fade. First time Tulane had beaten a uh, a ranked team since uh, Hot Rod Williams. Remember him? Hope you didn't have uh, the wave minus a ten against Southern Miss in that game that fell four way back then, Paul. But anyway, they. Uh, they followed it up with a straight-up loss at Texas San Antonio. Texas San Antonio, two really strong uh, showings at home. Uh, should have beaten Florida Atlantic, lost in overtime, but easily covered, and then won outright as a six-point dog. As we talk about some of these smaller conferences, Paul, we want to get today into your approach. And what you'd like to do is you have your power ratings, and you they are fluid with wins and covers or lack thereof. They move up or down and uh, and uh, injuries as well. But with 362 teams in Division One, 32 conferences, it's impossible to uh, draw up an expertise in all of them. So tell us how you, you streamline uh, you streamline your conferences and just talk about uh, why you do it and exactly which ones do you concentrate on. Yeah, I mean, with 362 teams, 32 conferences, Jimmy, you know, an individual handicapper cannot possibly uh, adequately and thoroughly handicap that many teams and leagues. So rather than be a jack of all sports and a master of none, you know, I think it's almost a no-brainer, uh, a slam dunk, if you will, to concentrate on a few select leagues. And how many you focus on, I think, really depends on the amount of time that you have. You know, you might focus on two or three leagues, maybe four, maybe even five. I think, first of all, it's probably smart to focus some of your attention on at least a couple of the so-called Power Five leagues. Uh, you know, the larger leagues, which, which garner the most media coverage, information easier to find on those leagues. And then perhaps add in one or two of the smaller regional leagues in your part of the country. For me, you know, I live in Texas, so one natural is the Western Athletic Conference. It's an 11-team uh, league. Five of those teams reside here in Texas. Uh, as I was telling you off air before we start, I'm actually going to the Grand Canyon at Stephen F. Austin State University game uh, tonight, Thursday, January 25th, 
uh, which is a big game in that league. So always exciting to be able to go to a college basketball game. But that's a fun league to follow. Five teams here in my backyard in Texas. So that's one of the leagues that I follow. Also, the 10-team Southland Conference is one of the smaller leagues that I follow, uh, a league that's whose teams are split evenly among Texas and Louisiana, five of those teams in Texas, five in Louisiana, with McNeese State there in Lake Charles, Louisiana, being the class of the league thus far. Uh, I'm sure you did, and probably many of the listeners watched that McNeese State victory over at Texas A&M Corpus Christi a couple of nights ago. Not a Picasso, but a really exciting finish there. So those are the you know the, kind of the way I approach it. I also like the Mountain West Conference. It's a league I've historically handicapped. Hadn't had a great deal of success in the NCAA tournament, but man, this is a great league this year. Really enjoyable to watch. San Diego State advanced to the national championship game last year. You got five other teams, Nevada, Colorado State, Utah State, New Mexico, and Boise State. They're not all six going to make the tournament, but right now they are all six in the net top 55. So there'll be some attrition and uh, maybe five could get in from that league, a league that sometimes had two or three in the past. Also like the Pac-12 conference, um, I just enjoy watching it. And I think that's important to note. It needs to be somewhat, you know, the object is always to win and be successful, but it needs to be somewhat at least a labor of love. You, you, love. you have to enjoy the conference. You have to enjoy watching it. You have to be able to get information uh, regarding that conference. And also you need to keep historical data. You need to know how you have done in these leagues historically, be able to access that information and uh, be able to see, you know, am I really winning? Am I losing? Am I breaking even? And perhaps refocus your efforts uh, if indeed you're not having success in the leagues that you are focusing on. All right. Uh, so uh, any uh, any specific uh, situations in uh, the conferences that you're looking at uh, coming up uh, this Sunday? In some of those leagues, I know. And I also, you talked about McNeese State. They kind of caught the world by surprise. Uh, Will Will Wade? He was given uh, a seven-figure uh, dollar NIL budget to work with. That was part of the deal. Kind of similar to uh, Texas, uh, you know, former Texas Tech and Texas coach Chris Beard at uh, Ole Miss. He got a north of three million dollar NIL but annual NIL budget to get it done. Now they they are looking to be a little bit of a fraud right now as they get into conference play. Um, they, they didn't, they did take, uh, take their chance and, uh, and smash Arkansas, Arkansas. We talked about that team. It was just way below uh, what they've been the past few years. UCLA, however, has rebounded, uh, with, uh, three straight covers, but, uh, any games of uh, note, uh, coming this weekend that catch your attention in those leagues that you concentrate on, you know, you, you, uh, as you were asking that, I'm just kind of looking here. I've started certainly looking at, at Saturday's card. I'll just say, in general, as I'm looking here, you know, the teams like you mentioned, Texas San Antonio, uh, a team that really, you know, they had not played basketball at all. But you have to take note now. And those are the types of teams that, um, you know, I think the, the line maker is a little bit slow perhaps to adjust. And the astute uh, discerning handicapper can maybe take advantage of some spots. Uh, a team in the uh, Southland Conference that doesn't have a good record that – uh it, teams probably don't get up for as much. Southeastern Louisiana, yeah. they're covering some point spreads as an underdog. So I see some some value there. Uh, we've got Grand Canyon uh, going to uh, Texas Arlington on Saturday, two days after playing Stephen F. Austin tonight, uh, Thursday, January 25th. I'm projecting that to be about five points. 
Uh, Texas Arlington's a team that I might look at as a home dog, getting uh, five or more there. So that's that's one game just off the uh, the top of my head that uh, sticks out. Um, just Let me, looking uh, here. While you do that, Paul, I, I do uh, you know have you know uh, ever. I'm interested to watch South Carolina follow up that almost perfect basketball game that they played. Now they are they are a team that's uh, interesting because they have a weak non-conference uh, a schedule, so their NAT is kind of on the outside of the bubble right now. But they'll have more than an, enough chances of quad one and quad two in the SEC to get the, get it up. But they are, and when everybody's playing playing pace and space, they are they kind of a, a rugged, slower tempo team, and they won that battle uh, on uh, on uh, you know this week against Kentucky. Kentucky came in the highest scoring team in the country out of 362 teams, and they held them to basically 30 points below. Uh, their average so really reduce the amount of three-pointers I think 14 three-pointers is what all they got off for the entire 40 minutes I'm interested to see against a winless winless Missouri team that comes in so Missouri has played some teams tough and some not so tough they covered easily against college in, in college station against A&M they got their doors blown off at home in Florida last Saturday but how can South Carolina possibly be emotionally amped up to play against Missouri that comes in. We see this a lot in college football as well. So that's a spot. But also wanted to talk to people today about um, buy, you know, football, buy that three, buy it to seven. Well, the odds makers have caught up with that. They charge you a lot more juice than just a little extra 10 cents to buy it on the three or on or off a three or on or off a seven. But uh, point spreads as we get into late January here, the, the lines are getting tighter and tighter. And only in college basketball, not in, co- uh, not, in, not in the NBA, but lines that are six or under, I like to take a, when it's on a half. For instance, Miami-Syracuse is three and a half. It fell three. You buy that extra 10 cents. Some, bu- some books, some sports books, uh, mobile sports books, do not allow you, like Bet Rivers does, to buy it onto the half all the time. Some do sometimes. Some don't do it at all. Some charge you $0.15 cents juice instead of $0.10 cents juice. If other books aren't doing it, it's usually something you want to consider if a, a place like Bet Rivers is doing it. Every single one of their games has a little sliding scale, football, basketball, uh, and, and you can buy it. The reason I buy it from a half to a whole is because the obvious, the, the, the juice, the difference between a loss and a push is 10% more than a win and a push. So I'm trying to extend this out a little bit. And you basically got to hit it one out of every 20 times for it to pay for itself. But Miami-Syracuse, this, this was on Saturday. It was three and a half. It fell three. Texas-Baylor. Even though Baylor hit that three, what the, that unbelievable three against your alma mater, Texas, that was two and a half. It fell two. Creighton Seton Hall was two and a half. It fell three. Sunday, Michigan State, Maryland was one and a half. It fell two. And then Tuesday night, Wisconsin, Minnesota was two and a half, and it fell two. Just something you want to consider because these lines are really tight at this time of the season, and it's a personal philosophy. Some people don't do it. Normally, I'm not a guy that wants to look to add juice. I'll look for an alternative line to try and put the juice in my favor in a spot that I like, but it is something that you may want to consider, and it more than paid for itself uh, the past four or five days or so. 
Paul, is that something yeah. you, you do at, at, in any spots and in, in situations? Yeah, I, do. I don't do it, you know, just as a as a blanket approach, you know. That, that's not uh, – I think you have to be judicious in it. I think you have to pick your spots as you do. For me personally, uh, if the line's one and a half, two, or two and a half, say it's standard minus 110 juice market-wide, then uh, I might, uh, you know, buy, buy the half point up to maybe about minus 116 vigorish. You know, I think if you get uh, any higher than that, at some point the juice becomes cost prohibitive. But uh, if you find a favorable situation, uh, which is trying to attract players like Bet Rivers is, is using that, uh, obviously as a uh, uh, offering uh, betting opportunity that, that many books or most books don't offer. So if you find the, the right spot like Bet, Bet Rivers in, in this case, I think it's uh, it's more uh, you know, prudent to have that as part of your arsenal. But I do it at the at the lower point spreads. And like you said, this time of the year, especially in the, the Power 5, Power 6 leagues, the numbers are so tight. Uh, we have, you know, 20, 25 games, whatever, uh, 20 games or so of data points of games that these teams have played. So we uh, have more information. The numbers are tight. The games are oftentimes coming close to the number. And like you said, if you can uh, – turn a loss into a push or a push into a win, uh, you don't have to do that very many times uh, to make that a good part of your uh, your betting arsenal, your toolbox. Yeah, it'll, take, uh, it'll take some real uh, – some strong intestinal fortitude to back the Missouri Tigers around these days, but I think I'm going to have a big, big number uh, on them. And uh, speaking of the SEC, Kentucky after a loss. We'll see after they respond. Arkansas, boy, they say – they have just uh, that. That is a, a rough, rough unit uh, these days. Three straight Sweet Sixteens in this one. Any, uh, any that we missed before we uh, uh, we uh, sound off, Paul? No, I, I just think you know, like uh, like we were talking about, and you brought up uh, the, the Texas San Antonio and, and Southeastern Louisiana. Look for those teams that are you know competing. Maybe not the the record doesn't look that nice. You, you kind of have to hold your nose when you bet them. Uh, and I agree with you on the spot, uh, the the South Carolina-Missouri game. Missouri was, was very competitive at Texas A&M, um, you know, had the game close for a while. They don't have much success. But like you, I mean, a victory by South Carolina that was that convincing where they played at such a high level and beat the true blue blood of the sport, Kentucky. You know, as we like to say sometime in handicapping, what goes up must come down. And in a long college basketball schedule, they're going to be peaks and valleys. And I think this is a good opportunity to uh, take Missouri plus the points. And I think, you know, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, you know, that it might be about nine points. But, uh, you know, Missouri, uh, I think, is worth a look there just based on the spot for South Carolina. Again, I only do about look to buy the half. Now I'll do it uh, catching or laying, but uh, point spreads are six or less. You know, those are the ones that are a little bit uh, tighter. So, you know, Paul uh, Paul will only even consider them at this stage of the season and even lower uh, than that. But we've, you know, streamlined your uh, your power ratings. I mean, a buy and a half or not looking for, you know, uh, looking for a letdown spots, you know, the hangover spots and gravity today. What comes up must go down. We've, we've covered it all, Paul, on this day, this week. Every week we do it. And we're trying to find you angles and uh, help your handicapping approach in college basketball. For Paul Stone, I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.